Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Welcome, everybody. Today, our topic is work and the woo. So check yourself. Are you punching in or are you chilling out or have you found a way to do both? You are listening to the crew of OMG, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we're going to talk about, I guess, our spiritual practices, our woo wisdom, and how it meshes with our muggle jobs, our day jobs. <laughs> so who wants to go first and give a quirky little example of woo in the workplace? Anyone? Look at all the hands Chandra, in the air. Chandra, I think you should, because you we talked about that, yeah. I think, on woo wisdom, about how you used it when you were working in yeah. more a muggle world. Yes, mm-hmm. in, in the corporate, corporate, the corporate America. Right. And this was even before I kind of embarked on developing of my intuition. In trying to define what my intuition is, I've realized that I'm a channeler and kind of like hindsight being 2020, looking back, I can see how that manifested itself in, in my corporate career, because I would get these emails that we all get those emails that are just like, you have to be the biggest idiot. Like, did you really just ask that question? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And everyone is CC'd. Right. And so you know, you type the response that you want to say and then immediately delete, 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 delete. Right. Right? And I remember that, I mean, there were so many instances of I would sit down and I would explain and describe and I would write this email and I would go back and read it. And I'm like, that is good stuff. Yes. How did yeah. that come from? And then I was, you know, I would send the email and I, I would get feedback from my peers like, you handled that so well. I would have never handled it that way, or I would have never thought to put that spin on it. And, and I'm like, thank you. But yeah. it's, but it's like, it was so not, I felt like it wasn't coming directly from my mind. Like it was it's like spirit channeled from some, you. yeah. Intuitive typing. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but there were lots and lots of times that I would have a project mm-hmm. and I would berate myself for procrastination, but I just could not physically make myself work on the project. I would right. leave it sit on the corner of my mm-hmm. desk. I would look at it every day and my heart would sink into my stomach. I've got to get started on that. Right. And it would get down to the last day before, if I don't start this now, it will be late. Yeah. And inevitably the project would get canceled. It would get pushed out because the customer wouldn't want it anymore. I mean, that, that happened probably weekly whatever I couldn't physically make myself work on would either change in a way that anything I would have done would have been wasted right. effort. So there's a lot of instances like that where yeah. I, looking back, I know that it was the channeler in me, that mm-hmm. it, it expressing itself through my body. I have this one instance where I was sitting there talking to one of the girls that was on my team and we were talking about a personal issue. Yeah, And mm-hmm. she was um, talking about somebody that she had been trying to find from her past history or whatever. And she was, I've tried this, I've tried this, I've tried the other, and and they don't come up in any search. And I'm like, it's because they're not supposed to. Mm. You're not supposed to find them yet. It's not time. And then I'm like, 
like really back and grill. <laughs> well, well, but as soon as it came out of my mouth, I realized that didn't process through my brain. Right. That just came directly out of my mouth. And she's like, I've never thought about it that way. Aww. And and it really like gave her a sense of peace that like when it's time to find them, I will find them. Right. So just, yeah, just instances like that where just stuff was coming through my body and not really processing through my brain. And I have come to realize that was the channeler part of my intuition. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, I used to kind of work in the corporate world as well with your mogul job. Do you have anything to kind of add to what Chandra was talking about? I probably do. And keep in mind, corporate America, we are still in the South here. Yeah. That affects a whole lot of the ambiance, so to speak, of the workplace. I have worked with several other managers on a team of people leaders for a large corporation. And the one thing that comes to mind that I keep thinking of, a bunch of us were getting the new year ready, sitting around a table, figuring out who was going to be off when, all of our PTO time, et cetera. And there's this one person I used to work with. I would lovingly refer to her as my arch nemesis. <laughs> Southern, evangelical, you know, big time prayer girl, organized religion. And I was pretty much the opposite. So we're going around the table and checking off our vacation time. And she says to the entire room, well, we know Camille's going to one off on Halloween, don't we? I always took Halloween off. Special day in my book. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Go ahead and put me down. And it, she keeps on going. So you have a meeting in the woods. What's going on? Actually, yes, I do. And your name might come up. <laughs> and those eyes got as big as saucers and I didn't hear another word. <laughs> yes, Camille. But things like that. I'm not going to come out and, you know, start shaking my woo-woo voodoo ass because some people called me voodoo, believe it or not, um, in front of the entire office. But little things like that happened quite frequently. Well, you're, yeah. you're like voodoo light. I am. Very Why would they like, think that? Like, almost like LaCroix. Like, it's like, it's not a flavor. It's just like, it whispered that flavor in a room. Like, orange! You know? Like, I feel the hint of it there, but... Not, it's not it just, flavor. It puts me right. in the mind of... Exactly. Um, exactly. Wow. And I would get questions, you know, of course, out loud in these uh, meetings with multiple people. Well, okay, so if you don't like organized religion, so how is someone supposed to raise their children with morals without that? Can you speak to that? Why, yes, I can. However. Don't fucking have children. <laughs> I'm sorry I spoke to that. I'm just kidding. But, and those things were going through my mind. Right. But, you know, I handled it with tact and grace and diplomacy because I have Mercury and Libra, but that's another episode. <laughs> anyway, so those kinds of things happen fairly frequently. And otherwise, I was able to. Keep a foot in each field, so to speak, and go about doing my work. Yeah. I was kind of like the flip side of that coin. I'm, I never really had those kind of issues come up with people, but mm -hmm. I'm an introvert, believe it or not. So like my office was like my sanctuary. Yeah. Like I could, right. go, I could go in there and even though we didn't have doors or whatever, you know, you could kind of like angle things so that, you know, it's like, I would like to be left alone right now. <laughs> But inevitably, people would gravitate to my pod because I was the one that had the crystals and the mm -hmm. selenite tower and the and it, everybody would say, but it just feels so good. In here. Right. Like, yeah. you know, they would come in there to cool off, calm down, regroup, <laughs> you know. And so I kind of was like the mm -hmm. the safe space. The zen my, leader. Yeah. My area was the zen garden for everybody else. It felt like. Exactly. 
So I think we're going to take a quick break and we'll hop on back in just a few minutes. Go get yourself a glass of whatever your favorite beverage is and join us again soon. Hi, this is Chandra. Brenda and I would like to invite you as part of our podcast community to join us on either Facebook or Instagram live each Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, where we give free Oracle readings for fans of the show. Just follow us on our OMG podcast, Facebook or Instagram page. You can post or DM us your questions there each week with the hashtag woo woo wisdom and then tune in at 11 a.m. each Friday on our page to watch your free reading. If you can't join us live, don't worry. You can always catch it on the replay. This is just our way of saying thank you for being part of our woo-woo family. Hope to see you this Friday. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back, guys. We enjoyed our short little refresh break. And I thought I would talk to both things because currently I am working in the woo and also working a muggle job (laughs) and it's interesting because once you start talking about some of your woo stuff with the people that you work with they open up and want to talk about it too so i I work with a woman and we've talked about some stuff and she's very intuitive and in tuned and gets messages and you know sees it a little bit differently than i do but it's all the same thing Mm -hmm. she and i were um have had a lot of really deep discussions about spirituality and messages and spirits and all of that kind of stuff so you can incorporate it into your own you know your muggle world too but also you know i work work in the spiritual field as well doing energy healing and mediumship and chandra and i doing our woo 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 our woo 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 fridays join us fridays carry on yeah so I'm kind of balancing both things and I don't know what I think about it. Like, I don't know if I would want to do just 100% one way, like doing all woo. Mm -hmm. I know I don't want to do all muggle world. Mm -hmm. So I like having that chance to dip into the spiritual world once a day or a couple times a week or however many times I have appointments and to connect in that way. Mm -hmm. Alexandra, why don't you talk about your experience? Because you work in muggle world now. (laughs) I have had some different experiences in saying that I worked in higher ed academia. First, when I was going to college, I was a student worker in an admissions office. And this was coming off, if you heard our last episode, I had talked about, you know, my dad and, you know, what he said about, you know, anything was better than being a pagan. And I really took that to heart and I kind of shoved and hid that part of myself and it became a chip on my shoulder. So when I was working in admissions as an undergrad and a graduate student, I really didn't let that part of myself come out. So it just kind of felt like I was cut off from a piece of myself. Like I wasn't truly fully who I was. And I would have to agree with Brenda saying that I don't think I would be happy working 100% in either which world. Mm -hmm. I think a balance is required for me. And so after my graduate degree, I moved down to North Carolina And um, I took a little break because I'd gone straight through school and needed a little bit of a mental space. 
And so then I started looking for a job and I ended up with one at where I currently work now, again, also in higher ed and as a staff member in a academic unit. I didn't hide it this time and I wasn't like letting my woo flag fly. So like if people figured out what my necklace meant, good for them. I didn't have to tell them. And then over the time I've been working there, I've been a lot more comfortable just saying stuff that feels more natural to me instead of mincing my words or like having to cover it up in a a way that's more presentable to other people. And so people now will come chat to me about stuff. They're like, you know, I've had like, Hey, what's going on with, you know, astrology or like we in a retrograde and we'll chat about that. And, you know, I'm like, Oh, this is what's going on. Or like, this is what I understand it. You might want to take a moment to step back, refresh instead of, you know, plunge forward with something. And then, or we'll talk about, spirituality or thought and you know i've had um one of my coworkers. she's like i just love the way you look at the world she's like it's so open and it's so optimistic in some ways which is funny because i would describe myself as a jaded optimistic um (laughs) (laughs) a compliment for someone else to see that way yeah Yeah. and she's like well i never thought about something like this way because we were talking about like the christian bible and she's rereading the bible so i love She's always, she always comes into my office. She's like, okay, I got to tell you what I read. And I was like, okay, cool. And the way she talks about the Bible, it's hilarious. I was like, you have to start like a YouTube channel or something and just teach people the Bible this way. Cause it's possible guests. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, would be awesome. that would be fun. But since I've become a lot more comfortable in my own skin with this, that it's helped me approach things in a lot of way without it shoving my spirituality in other people's faces right. or the complete opposite and hiding it so far myself that it's just people well, like will come chat with me or like yeah it's just really nice and i've discovered other people who are like also like one of my coworkers, she does reiki and i was like and i only noticed i was like oh those are some beautiful crystals is that like lapis lazuli is that tiger sign she's like yeah it's my chakra set and we got talking about it and i was like oh hello so we you know it's very nice to surprise people that way and make those connections well it's just like any other belief you know as long as you're respectful of others and then yeah you know then it brings back the respect to you you don't have to shove it in anyone's face or be or be blatant about it you know you just set your little selenine tower you know on the Mm -hmm. corner of your desk and let people gravitate they want to gravitate yeah that's what i always say about me being amish stop pushing your electricity on me (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding on that note ro how about do you have any stories about working and or the woo You can talk about your last job, my, what you had to do there. Oh, my last job? Yeah, so I had... Um, your was last, a, last job. The last, last... <laughs> that you thought you left a crystal underneath the chair. I did. Oh. Ooh. So I worked in an office job, and the energy was kind of eh. Mm-hmm. And so I was slowly sneaking my crystals in because... Uh, <laughs> I just see you as like a little swiper no swiping to your duffel bag. Yeah. I'm like, do and like putting Citrine under a seat. Yeah, like, I, see, I, see her, I see her leaning over at her desk, like pulling, you know, pulling yeah, out like, of yeah. coughing out an onyx on your boss's desk. Yeah. So this this was definitely uh, <laughs> sneak your crystals amazing. into the workplace for protection, soul protection. <laughs> I love that, Rose. <laughs> but it, um, so when I was in this office space, I just could not keep a thought, and I was like, oh my, there's so many. Okay, so that my office was above a restaurant. So the energy coming out of that restaurant, you know, all the different people in and out, in and out, in and out constantly. And so I honestly believe that's probably the cause of the, I could not concentrate. Yeah. So I actually taped a piece of fluorite under my chair. (laughs) 
<laughs> to help keep me surprise cleaning crew concentrate and and i had a, a couple of little crystals on my desk but one of them was in the form of a horse it was just a little carved horse but it was um how cute it's, it's what they call a statue and it was my little statue horse statue but they walk by and go oh ro likes horses yay <laughs> And they said it just like that, so just like from Mice and Men. I really had to fly under the radar at this last job, and mm. but I would definitely wear my chakra bracelet every day, and I would adorn myself with all my protection stones. I, majority of the time, it was black onyx for protection, seriously. But yeah, if I would have brought up the fact that I was... <laughs> no one needs a drink, just carry on. <laughs> Sorry. That was Aaron. So yeah, important. And and actually, when Brendan and I were walking in the woods the other day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I left my fluorite taped underneath my chair. <laughs> I wonder if they've discovered it yet. <laughs> so I just had this flash of like some random person sitting in that chair going, why am I not able to concentrate like this at home? Why right. am I so focused? At my work? booty feels so clear. <laughs> Y'all, I think we need to don all black and army crawl into that office and retrieve it. Absolutely. Oh, I think it's okay, doing I somebody some good. So. You should do that and we'll film it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm up for that. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah. So under that, in that last job, and I don't think I ever want to go back into the... Uh, the corporate... The muggle world. The muggle I'm world. Full time. Um, full time. Definitely not. I think this stage in my life is more going to be geared towards the... Woo world. And the things that bring joy to your soul. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. My soul I, needs the joy. I see that too. I really feel like your trip out to California is going to be transformative for you. And on a really deep level, you may not fully get until you get back and start to integrate it. Yeah. Yeah. And some quality time with my parents. And I also grew up in that Catholic world. Nothing wrong with it. He gave me a good set of values. We were talking about like, what? Camille's, you know, thing. She has morality. And repression, but that's another episode. Someone questioned how she was going to raise her children with morals and things like that. But that's just freaking common sense, people. You teach them right from wrong. And this is good. This is bad kind of thing. You honestly, whatever you you, you pick. If you follow that Jesus angle, I don't care what religion you are, you kind of can't go wrong. But Jesus is an ascended master. so Right. He was hanging out with the prostitutes and... High-fiving mm -hmm. Mama Beaver as she made her banana salad on Easter with her ham, mm -hmm. okay? And if you haven't listened to our Ostra, Easter, Ostra episode, please go back and listen because that's, and I still think it's one of our favorites. Granny Beaver would have crocheted some purdies for Jesus had she met him. I, yeah. Because okay. they were all over her house. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, she was close. Speaking was of, close. this is not related to the woo but I'll, or, or work, but I'll get to um, both those in just a second with my experiences and stories. But I've realized, so... Those of you listening to the podcast, my husband and I recently just bought a house. Yay! Ooh, super excited! Um, but so I'm going to like set up a space. There's going to be a whole room that's just going to be mine. And I'm going <laughs> to set it up as like a little office workspace, library, meditation with area. Dog with dog beds, of course. And I think I'm going to take up knitting. Yay! I know! I like crocheting myself because I can't handle two needles. You can't handle. Oh, I oh I just see myself like just sitting there listening to podcasts or audiobooks or Lana Del Rey. We're all getting black onesies just, for Christmas. I can see it now. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna make everyone um yes black onesies. That would be really well, cute. If you need stuff, give me your sizes. You let me know and I'll get you started because we have a bunch of knitting 
Oh my god! Don't Excel, extra voluptuous for me. Ah, that's right. <laughs> um, so, anyways, that I don't. Why did we just talk about that? You diverted. don't know, but we're talking about your experiences <laughs> with boo in the workplace. Yes, thank I you. I think we need some of Rose fluorite here. <laughs> yes, we do for memory. Yeah, as Camille would always say, I digress. So I got my first job at 15 with a worker's permit. That's right. And um, it was at Chick-fil-A. And so for those of you, I think that's the a Lord's Chick-fil-A. That girl, them Jesus chick. Them's the Lord's calories. They don't count. They don't count. Not even that lemonade. No, ma'am. Ooh. Sweet from the heavens. Oh, it is. It's the nectar of the but gods. Anyway, but um, Coffee is. I- yeah, it is. A, a coffee is. But anyways, I worked at Chick-fil-A for longer than I should have. And then worked tons of different like retail restaurant jobs throughout college. Um, I was a teaching assistant in the media studies department in grad school. Worked at the Coliseum for like three shifts. <laughs> um, I like went to three different concerts and was like, no, 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 Worked in insurance for a little bit. Brenda Sujin, Jalouin, fifth and That girl over there? Yes, that girl over there. Actually was moving into another job herself. And she was like, hey, I, you know, this seems like it'd be a good job for you to work with your school schedule. And so I was a little... What were we called? A personal marketing assistant? Was that it? I think so. It was something about marketing, which that was a... the most boring job I ever oh, had. Oh my God. I so you were a PMA? I was a PMA. Oh, Not a PMS, PMA. <laughs> and um, it was boring, but it was very easy. Like when he would go out of town, I would just sit there and like read books, but like for four hours and get paid for it. Hello. You know what I mean? Like, can we cheers to that? Talk about a muggle job. And yeah, did all sorts of different little odds and ends type jobs. But obviously now, like we talked about in many episodes, I'm a teacher. And so you got to be careful about the woo because not that it's like, I mean, it can be a religion or whatever, but I mean, it's the way you're talking. It's almost like the parents will peep every now and then about something. Yes. Crazy. Yes. A hundred percent. So like there's, I mean, intuitively I can tell which kids I can talk to about stuff like that that are like-minded. Right. And Mm -hmm. so there was a girl last year, I adored her and she went to I think she was from Durham originally, her and her family. And so we were talking about crystals one day because I had like a little necklace and I think maybe like a bracelet that Ro had made me or something for Christmas. And she's like, oh, I love that. Is that tiger's eye? And I was like, yeah, it is. I don't know. We started like talking about crystals and she was like, that's so cool. And um, she came back like after winter break and she had a little baggie of like three different crystals she had gotten me. It's a little oh, crystal shop. So it was so sweet. I was like, oh my God, Di, this is the sweetest gift I've ever gotten. She was like, for real? They're only like 10 bucks. I'm like, I, <laughs> I know, honey. Sentimentality. But, exactly. So anyways, and I was talking to Christian today and I was like, I think that this, because school's about to start, is I'm going into my fifth year of teaching. Womp womp. And um, I was like, <laughs> I think I want to set my students by their astrological signs. I, mean, I used to do that at work. Did you? Okay. I, yeah. Very agents. Yes. And, and Christian said, I think it's a cool idea. Be very careful how you phrase that. Yes. Tell people if they ask that you're seeding students by their birth birthday. date. Because that, and I was like, wow, that's a really good practical point. Mr. Like took the LSAT and you know what I mean? Like just very like totally Gemini, different brains mm-hmm. and my Sagittarius sun and my um, Scorpio moon self. But yeah, so I, I think that there are, I do guided meditations in my English classes sometimes that. at the beginning. We'll do like journal writings where we self-reflect about stuff and read poetry. And my husband teaches at the same school that I do. So during our planning periods, we give each other um, bathroom breaks. And he, over the summer, described me to a friend in a way that I just really hit me. I was like, wow, that's accurate. And so I teach English. 
he's very like strict rule follower, like lays down the law with the kids, loves the kids. He's great with mm-hmm. them. They're but great. There with are him. rules. There are like yes. rules, procedures, expectations. Clearly defined boundaries. Clear. It's for his own protection. Oh, I it absolutely that. is. I get that. But with me, you know, I'm like, the other teachers on my team joke that I'm the therapist. So whenever kids have issues, they send them to my room. Sometimes kids will come into my room and it's interesting. We talked about sacred spaces. Not that my classroom is sacred. <laughs> me, you know, you sage the hell sacred out of her. chaos. Exactly. But that's like where they like to come and, you know, whatever. And so he jokes that when he comes into my room, he's like, you feel like a 50-50 mix between an art teacher and a home ec teacher, but you teach English that has all this stress and data and literacy stuff and you're a tested subject and whatever. But like the kids just, he said, I'm waiting to come in one day and then, then have you just like tied up in a corner. <laughs> but, but I don't feel, I, it's like, don't tell me with good time. Don't tell me with good time. <laughs> but it's like a, a managed chaos, I think yeah. for me. And I carry crystals in my pocket to work. I, are you um, ever afraid of, like, if you go to the restroom, and maybe this is just a girl problem, that you'll just come flying you drop your drawers the and the crystals go flying? Yeah. So, yeah. no, but I think that part of that, which is, like, fucked up in, like, the gendered world that we live in and, like, capitalism, women's pockets are, like, little like, two inches, pockets, right? I wore, quote-unquote, girl jeans in high school for, like, a year I thought I was like, edgy. I and yeah, I couldn't fit my phone. My chapstick barely fit, right? So like in men's pockets, I mean, they're down like to my fucking kneecaps, you know? So they'll fit a phone, crystals, a planner, my sandwich, you know? Like, it's not a problem. Um, so I don't have that fear, but I I do truly empathize because I've well, been there before. This is why I um, buy only American Eagle jeans because, you know, those A-E. women's pockets I hate the actually fake pockets. have. Yes, I have a pair those. of work pants. That the back pocket looks like a pocket, and then it's just a joke. <laughs> I have what? a confession. I actually bought men's pants and jeans at Costco because Good. the pocket of the practicality. Yeah. So if you're listening and you just yes. happen to work for a company that makes jeans, make Women them need bigger pockets, pockets yes. and more pockets, and dresses need pockets. Thank you. There you Placed go. in a way on the honey that makes you look curvy, not flat. Anyway. Amen. Yeah, so I, I think that I just have to be kind of like careful. I have to walk a thin line in my field of work because separation of the church and the state. Yeah. Like, um, like that exists. Like that exists, yeah. yeah. As we say, I'm mm-hmm. the pledge. <laughs> One nation under God, indivisible, you know. So, and we're starting that again this year. And that um, wasn't original either. Just mm-hmm. as a side note. Right, right. One nation under God was not the original. Right. I want y'all to know that throughout elementary school, this is one of those things where you hear one thing and say another. I said the Pledge of Allegiance and to the Republic for witches stands. Amen. One nation under God. What is a stand for a witch? I don't know, but by gosh, my hand was on my heart and I spoke to it. Amen. Up to sixth grade until I read it. One nation for witches stands. Excellent. One nation under Republicans for witches stand. You know, I'm just kidding. I don't care what party you're a part of. Well, we care a little. Anyway, (laughs) so is there, I know this might be a lengthy episode, but is there maybe a quick story kind of in closing anyone wants to share about like a job that sort of led them or pushed them out? I know we've talked about with guests before, like, I got to get out of this in order to kind of follow my spiritual path. Chandra. (laughs) Well, actually. Okay. By starting to develop my intuition, the person who was my mentor actually ended up asking me to come work for her part-time um as a virtual assistant just you know managing zoom calls and creating facebook groups and that kind of thing 
and I was still working my corporate job at the time. This was just kind of like a little moonlighting, you know, side hustle kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And, um, I'd been a client, a student of hers, and I was, you know, I was... What an honor. Yeah, absolutely, to, for her to think of me to come work for her. And that job has now... And she is an intuitive teacher, obviously. She was my mentor. And that job has now grown and allowed me to quit my corporate job. Woo! So the woo kind of led me out of that toxic, yeah. toxic environment. So, um, yeah, it was... I, I missed the salary. Not going oh, not, sure. not to lie. Sure. But... More days than not, I feel like it was like divine intervention. Mm-hmm. Like it was because you're in your yeah. safe space, working mm-hmm. there, able to work from you know completely from home, completely remote. Yes, you know she's um, in a different part of the country, so the hours are like you right. know different. So I get to kind of make my own hours, nice. that kind of thing. So yeah, it's really really flexible, very 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 good situation to be in. I was very lucky; I felt very blessed with that. Yeah, yeah, That's amazing. So those of you listening, whether you're working or wooing or both, make sure that you take care of yourself and as always listen to your intuition because it's going to push you in the right direction of where you need to be, whether it's providing an income or um, providing you sanity. Absolutely. And on that note, if you like and support this content and want to help us in our journey in the woo, please go ahead and donate to us at our buy us a bottle page, which is linked on our website. Like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and drop us a comment on our website. We'd love to get to know you. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye, Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.